This is the Relatable Podcast with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to create happy and loving marriages without making over their husbands. If you are a wife looking to transform your marriage from the inside out, you've come to the right place. Get ready to hear relatable stories, practical advice, and empowering perspectives for how to have a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of Relating Well. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan here, founder of Relatable. Hi, how are you? How is your day going so far? I am super excited to be back with you for a, another podcast episode. I so appreciate you listening and being a part of this conversation with me. So today we're talking about something good. We are, well, we always talk about something good, right? I hope you think that. Um, but today we are talking about how to get what you want, right? Like, I'm sure when you saw that title pop up on your screen, you were probably like, what? How to get what you want? Like, yeah, I will raise my hand for that all day, every day. Um, and you would not be alone. And so I think in life, there are often times where we are looking for the next thing, right? We're looking for better, we're looking for greater, we're looking for bigger, we're looking for more. And there's this desire in our heart that prevents us from being content with where we are right now. And it's an interesting tension because on the one hand, you very much want to be appreciative of what you have, right? When you take stock of all the blessings in your life, they are you know, endless. It's literally endless. Every breath that you take is a blessing. Um, every day you have with the people you love is a blessing. Um, and so there are so many good things happening in your life. And many times, right, people who are on the outside looking in would say, like, your life is great. Like, what more do you want, right? You have this, you have that. And they find all this evidence to suggest that you should be happy with what you have now and where you are. And then, right, there's this part of you that wants more, that feels like you were made for more, that there is more out there for you to experience at a level that is higher than what you are currently experiencing. And I think this happens to us in many, many different areas of our lives, right? Not just in your marriage, not just in what's happening in your household, but you know, in your career, in your profession, in that passion, that dream, that purpose that you feel at some level you need to pursue, right? And so working where you work or doing what you do at the level that you do it is only like a taste of something that you know is so much bigger and better and tastier down the line. Um, and so you know, we we were created to evolve. We were created to want more. And I think that that is a good thing. 
when it is also balanced with gratitude and appreciation for what you have and and I think this is really, really the important part, an appreciation for the process that is required and that is necessary for you to get to better. And, you know, of course, here on this podcast, we talk a lot about marriage. That is the core content. And so, you know, when you plot where you are in your marriage right now, it may not be at a level 10 or a level 100. Um, and so you want something, right? You want something that right now in this moment, you don't yet have. In your career or your profession, same thing. You may not be at a 10. You may like what you do, but you know down the road you want a different position. You want elevation. You want greater exposure, Um, And so you're not at a 10 right now and there's something you want. And so I think you can apply what I'll share today to any area of your life. And um, I'll just leave it at that. Like think of something right now that based on where you are in this moment in time, that you want something more, that you want something different. Um... And that there's a little bit of like discontent (laughs) with where you are right now because you know that it could be better. That could be in how you communicate with your husband. That could be in the level of intimacy and connection you have with your husband. That can be in the amount of fun that you have with your husband or another area of your life. So get an image and a picture in your mind of something that you want a seed that's been planted in your heart, a desire, a vision, an end goal that you have in mind for yourself, right? And I'm going to be giving you three steps, um, three pieces of the process of actually getting what you want, whatever that is for you. And so the first is captured by the phrase align and define, what does that mean, right? So align is where you align yourself with God's will and his purpose. Because the truth of the matter is what God, you know, says is really the final word. And the destiny he has for your life is the destiny for your life. The plan he has for your life is the plan Um that he has for your life. And so when you look at what it is you want, you have to first pass it through the test of does it align with God's word? Is this in alignment with what he would have for me? Is what I want just for me and my betterment? Or is what I want for the higher good of everyone that might be involved, for the higher good of the world, for the higher good of my family. And it's really important that we start there because I think sometimes we can desire something, but it comes from a place of selfish ambition or selfish want because we have a need that's unfulfilled. So in your marriage, right? If you want your husband to fill a certain need or you want your relationship to look a certain way for the sake of the approval of others, for the sake of filling a void that only God can fill, for the sake of you not growing, right? Sometimes it's just easier that if your husband would change, then you don't have to grow, 
right? And so it's important that when you look at the desire or the, the thing you want, that you ask yourself, like, is this aligned with the word of God? Is this something that God actually has for me? And if you don't know, then it's a perfect opportunity for you to just place that desire, place that want at the altar of God and just put it there and say, God, this is what I have in my heart. This is the desire I have for my marriage. This is the desire I have for my family, for my job, for my career, whatever it is. This is what's in my heart right now. Is this of you? I think um, often about um, the, the passage in the Bible that talks about, you know, when the uh, disciples were in the boat and there was the storm and Jesus was walking on water and Peter said to him, like, you know, God, is that you? Like, if it's you, call me out of this boat onto the water. And I think the same with our desires, right? It's sort of like, God, is this of you? Is this your will? If it is, show me. If it is, make it super clear and super plain to me because then I can pursue it with my whole heart. Then I can have the faith to know that it will come to pass because I know that you said it first. And so you have to align what you want with what God's will is for you. One of the prayers I always pray is like, put me in direct alignment with your will. Put me in direct alignment. Like anything that I am doing that is not what you want me to be doing, make it uncomfortable for me. Make it clear to me that no, stop, pause, turn the corner, right? So that's the first part of it. And then the second part of it is define. So it's align and define. And define just means get really specific about it. So many times we have things that we want, but it's vague. It's like, I want to be successful. I want to feel happy in my marriage. Like, what does that actually look like? What does it mean for you to actually be happy in your marriage? Like, what are the things that would actually have to happen? What are the feelings? What are the experiences? How do you know that you're happy? Like, ask yourself that question. If happiness in your marriage is something you want, like, how do you know that you're happy? What are you doing? What are you feeling? How are you showing up? Um, how are you and your husband interacting together? How do you feel in his presence? Um, and so define it. Define it with crystal clear clarity such that if we were to have a checklist, <laughs> we were to create a checklist, we would be able to look at that checklist and say, yep, mm-hmm, 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 yep, that's right, yep, that's exactly what you said, here it is, because otherwise you just sit in this vague place of never really knowing when it's right, right? You never really know, like, am I happy? Is this really what I want? And it's important that you're clear about that because as I said before, we were made for more. We were made to evolve and to always be in pursuit of greater, right? Because the sky's the limit for anything you want in your life. And so, but if you don't really know what a milestone is for you, then you'll always be reaching for the next thing without any sense of accomplishment, without any sense of celebration and, you know, satisfaction, 
And so align and define, align yourself with God's will. Ask him, ask him to show you, right? Those that diligently seek him, he will show up for you and give you the answer. And then define it, right? Again, as you lay your desire before him, say, God, this is exactly what I want. Like, is this right? (laughs) Is this what you have for me? Is this okay? Um, So that's number one. Number two is to live as if it's yours already. So when you have the confirmation from God and when you're super clear on exactly what it is you want, again, whether it's in your marriage or in some other area of your life, then your only thing to do next is to count it done. It's done. And so if it were done, if that thing that you really, really, really want and that God wants to give you, if it is already yours, already set aside, already with your name on it, how would you show up to your life? What are the things you would say and speak about? What are the things you would do with your time if you knew what you wanted was yours? Right? You have to think about that. If I knew this were guaranteed without a shadow of a doubt, if my belief in my success in this area was absolutely without a shadow of a doubt, guaranteed, what would I be doing right now? How would I be spending my time? What would I be thinking about? Because I promise you, if you have that belief, what you do, say, and think is dramatically different than what you're doing, saying, and thinking right now. And that's the key. Because the version of you that's going to get what you want has to embody the life, the reality of having it. If you try to go to a better situation, being the way you've always been, doing what you've always done, thinking what you've always thought, saying what you always say, you're going to be out of alignment with what you want. And it's going to crumble right? You may have a moment or a phase where it's all in the good groove. But the moment you forget, (laughs) the moment you slip up and slip back into who you used to be, then you and what you want are on shaky ground. And I see this happen a lot in marriage, it's, it's so interesting to me. There are women who will reach out to me to do a consultation call to see if, you know, if working together makes sense. And they will complete a questionnaire that just gives me a good sense of what's happening so I can come to the call prepared. And in between the time they complete the questionnaire and the time our appointment is scheduled, something has happened, right? I, I believe many times that the very act of reaching out to, for help is a signal to your future self that you're, you're going there, right? That you're going to a better place, that wherever you are right now is not what you want and you realize that you need help, you re- realize that you need transformation to get what you want. 
And so you take the step of reaching out to me or reaching out to a professional and it's almost like you are in alignment with that higher self because your higher self in the future that already has the result that you want has already done that, right? They've already worked on themselves. They've already achieved a transformation in their thinking and their mindset and the way they communicate and how they show up to life because they're already ahead. They're already there in the promised land, quote unquote. But so they may experience, right? So in the process of reaching out to me in between that moment and the actual appointment, they may experience like a bump in the relationship. That's like a good bump, like a bump up. Or even sometimes after people have a consultation call with me, they are so re-energized and so encouraged and so determined to make their marriage work that, you know, they use that energy and strength and feel like, oh, I don't need to continue or, oh, I'll think about, you know, if working together is what I want to do, I'll think about signing up. And a little bit down the road, right? A few weeks, few months, they're back at square one because the change wasn't sustained and they weren't really living and operating out of a place of true belief and embodying the version of themselves that they need to be to sustain what it is they want. So you can make the steps, you can work on changing your thinking, but the moment you step back into who you used to be, the moment you step out of belief and operating as if it's already happened is the moment it stops happening. And that's a really important thing to get that Whatever next level in your marriage that you're after, whatever next level in your life that you're after, you have to do a complete and radical transformation in order to exist in that space for the long term. And that's hard to do. I will be the first to admit that is hard to do because much of how you have been being has been decades in the making. You have a lot of evidence, a lot of experiences, a lot of situations that have created the mindset that you have, that have created the qualities that you bring to the table to certain categories of your life. And so if you want those areas of your life to be changed, the only way that's really, really, truly going to happen is if you completely change. And part of that is living as if you already have what you want. You have to become the person that has it already. I'll say that again because it's so important. You have to become the person who has it already. So if you want the marriage of your dreams, if you want to be deeply connected to your husband, have effortless communication, you have to become a woman in your mind that already has that, such that if he is talking to you and it rubs you the wrong way, you have to remind yourself, no, we have effortless communication. Like what I'm seeing in front of me now is false. This is a lie. (laughs) I'm going to override it because we have effortless communication. And so you have like a singular focus on experiencing what it is you want because you operate entirely in the belief, in the reality, in the experience of already having it. You already have it. Picture it in your mind. You have it right now. 
It's yours. You are living it. Who are you when you believe that? That's point number two. And point number three is probably the one that no one likes, myself included. And it's to surrender and wait. Surrender and wait. So if you've done step one, which is to align and define, then, and and actually, if you've done step two, you believe that it's yours and you operate as if it's already there, then you can surrender. It's almost like you're like, okay, God, like, yep, this is what I want. This is what you have for me. Okay, I'm embodying the person that already has it. So here, like, let me leave it with you. And I'm going to wait. Confidently. With expectation with expectancy that it is happening and so I don't need to be in a rush like when you know something is going to happen like what's the rush you have the rest of your life to have it to experience it what's the rush the impatience the need to control and direct and to manipulate your circumstance comes from a lack of belief that it's yours to have But if I already know that my husband is the man of my dreams, the thought of him lights a fire in my heart. I get butterflies whenever he enters a room. We are each other's favorite people. Then that's something I can easily turn over to God to co-create with me. That's something I can easily wait for because I am so living in the experience of it in my mind that what's in front of me doesn't even matter. That I can have an infinite amount of patience because it's already done. Like, what am I in a rush for? Like, this is, it's here. It's here. And so what is in front of me is, is false. It's just like an, a mirage clouding my judgment trying to cause me to step outside of my belief and my faith and what God and I have already come to agreement on. You got to get that. And I got to get it too, right? Like in some instances in life, it's so easy to operate in that space. But in others, it's so hard, especially in marriage, because, you know, in the marriage, it's not only a function of your actions, and your way of being, but it's a function of your husband's actions and his way of being. And so when it comes to like your career or your weight or whatever, the things that are really in your mind, like 100% within your control, it's sort of easy to just stay in that space of like, okay, well, I'm in control of this. And so, you know, I know if I want to lose the weight, like I got to stop eating this, I got to exercise more, or I know if I want to advance in my career, I've got to learn this skill, I got to talk to this person, I got to do that. But when it comes to your marriage and sort of you're trying to operate at your best as a wife, when you're trying to be that exceptional, extraordinary, you know, exemplar wife, and your husband is still acting up or he's still resistant or he's not even noticing, then it's really easy to fall into the trap to think that it's not going to happen. And you get impatient. You're like, but wait, he's still acting the same. He's still doing the same things. Like when, God, when is it going to change? And that is a signal to you to just relax and to ease and to just like float in the power of God to handle it for you. 
I want you to just close your eyes and imagine that right now. Close your eyes and imagine yourself. You know how like you can just float on a floaty in the water. And just imagine yourself laying on your back with your eyes closed. It's a beautiful breeze blowing and the sun is beaming down on your face. And you're just like on easy street. You're just going in it. You're just in the flow. You're not resisting. You're not moving around. You're not trying to steer your float. You're just going with the flow. Because you know, in a moment, like, you're going to be where you're going. There's no doubt that something's going to happen that's bad or, you know, like, Let's say someone jumps in the pool and starts splashing the waters. Yes, you're going to have like a ripple effect and a little wave, but you'll level back out because you're just being easy. You're just going with the flow. You've surrendered. You're just laying in God's arms as he carries you through this season. And so all you have to do is just get in his presence. Just get in his presence and declare how much you trust him even though it may look like it's not changing, you still trust him and you're waiting because you trust that his timing is perfect. So that's how to get what you want. I would love to know what you think of the points that I shared. Align and define, live as if, surrender and wait. Can you do those things? Can you do those things in this season of your life? And what's the hardest for you? What is the hardest step for you right now in this moment? Is it really aligning yourself and defining what you want? Is it operating from a place of certainty and as if it's already happened? Or is it the surrender and wait part? I think for me on any given day, it's probably one or the other. But I keep anchoring back to these points and I hope that you will do the same. I hope that they are imprinted in your mind as you think about the more that you were made for and the more that you want out of your life right now. Because more is yours to have. More is yours to have. Believe that. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will be back with you for an all-new episode very, very soon. Have an amazing day. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Now, I'd love to connect with you more. Join me in my private group on Facebook, The Empowered Wives Society, or sign up for my weekly newsletter at berelatable.com. There you'll find additional resources to help you create the happy and loving marriage you desire. And of course, I can't wait to meet you right back here for the next episode. Until then, make your marriage amazing.